0: Back everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys. Cheers out there Cheers. to Husker Nation.
1: Hope you're enjoying watching your NFL team play today.
0: <laughs> maybe get some enjoyment out of, get out of football this year. Exactly. Um, I know I won't because you know Dak Prescott being hurt <laughs> and um probably gonna go 0-8 to start the season, so <laughs> that's exciting. Um but let's uh let's talk a little bit about Husker football. Um, so first game with uh, with Mickey. Um, at the helm, and uh, I will say it was—I um, don't know—it was kind of cool watching him lead the team out of the tunnel in it was the beginning. Awesome.
1: I was—I was jacked, man. You
0: he, know, yeah, he, he looked got excited. Got
1: out into it early. Um, it was—it was a good start. I yeah, mean, if you could take anything good away from the game yesterday, it was, it was a good start. Um,
0: really, the the first quarter was was pretty good. It, it really was. Um, I wouldn't say pretty good. It was, it was, it was okay. It was okay. Um, you know, our tackling was better defensively in the first quarter. I think so too. In um, the first quarter. In the first quarter, uh, I even put a post out there like, "Hey, we're uh, our defense is looking better to start the game." Uh-huh. And then about five seconds later, uh, sixty-one yard run from. Uh, actually, it might have been after that, but two of the first three series, our defense looked pretty good. Um, yeah, that
1: that sixty-one yard run really hurt because. It kind of took the wind out of their sails a little bit because they they were they were flying pretty. I mean, the defense was flying pretty high at that point. They were making stops. They they look improved in over a week's time, and uh, that that 61-yard run really yeah really put a dagger in it, and they didn't really look great after that.
0: No, and, you know, Kelly asked, it would have been would have been worse two weeks ago. I I, I, I don't know if I can disagree with that. Um, I think you're right. Uh, Jason asks, is it a complete rebuild or what's your thoughts? Ooh. Um, I, I think there's a few things that, that I want to discuss today. Um, we're going to touch on defense. That's definitely a big topic today. Um, and I think another big topic today is strength and conditioning. Yeah. Um, Especially with our offensive and defensive line. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we are getting beat in the trenches. We're going to in the trenches against North Dakota we're getting beat in the trenches against and Georgia, Georgia Southern against Northwestern. I mean, we're a D one football program. We have D one football players, and we are getting beat. Up a lot of on both sides of the are four ball.
1: star recruits.
0: Yes. So, um, high three star. Someone ranks. mentioned yesterday, stop recruiting stars. Which you know, we're getting good recruiting yeah, classes, but those recruiting classes aren't panning out for whatever reason. So, um, you know, Adam Character, if you guys watch Character live. Um, he mentioned this on his show last Sunday. He mentioned that at some point, you got to start looking at a couple different people in the organization. One, on the, I'm going to touch real quick on the Scott Frost side. Um, and it was mentioned yesterday, if you guys watched any pregame, Bruce Feldman came on. And he, he talked about Frost getting bad advice from some certain buddies within the program. Right. There's one buddy in that program that I can think of that he maybe was getting bad advice from, and that's Matt Davison. And character kind of mentioned, he goes, Davison's kind of been just flying high, and nobody's even mentioning anything about him within the football program. Matt Davison could very well be a big problem on giving advice or like, what is he doing in the program to help Nebraska? I don't know.
1: That's Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Um, I watched a little bit of Adam last week, but I didn't watch all of it, so yep. I did not see that part. Um, that is a good question. And I don't have an answer to it.
0: Yeah, um, but you know, so so we got to look at you know what's going on. Still, I think behind the scenes, which hopefully Trev is going to kind of un, um, unfold some of those things and figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to give him, we got to give him that chance to do so. But I, I like Mickey. I like his energy. Um, I like his energy on the sidelines. Something that we haven't, right, man. Something that we haven't done a good job of is in our last two coaches is seeing a coach who gets fired up on the sidelines.
1: And that was. Bo's biggest downfall was he did in the big nationally televised games that we would get blown out and they'd show him on the sidelines yelling at, at the kids or yelling at and, the refs or yelling at the refs <laughs> probably more yelling at the refs, but and we've talked about it a hundred times on here before you know the best coaches I ever had when I played hockey were coaches that would get in your face when you when you screwed up yep and, and those are the coaches that you love the most because they're trying and to get they, the and best they do out of you. and you know we we talked about this yesterday with a few folks um, you know and i'm sure mickey because i know mickey met with the team on sunday after frost got let go and probably told them to keep their mouth shut and not say anything post anything on social media but the same thing happened in the bo pelini after the bo pelini firing and those kids love bo so much they didn't care they came out and had bo's back and we didn't see that at all this week which i thought was pretty interesting And maybe that you know maybe they had a Maybe the guys have enough respect for Mickey to not do it, which yep. is which is a good thing. A lot of guys stay on board that way, um, but just I don't know. I mean, I like Mickey's energy, like you said, and I think that you know he's going to get him up every week. You know, yeah. depending on how well the season goes or
0: not well. So we'll we'll see how it all pans out. Yeah, I mentioned here. You know, MJ knows recruiting absolutely. I mean, look what he did at LSU. I mean, the guy's going to bring offensive recruits um to yeah. the table I, and we've seen that already this year we have guys that he brought to the table that i think is going to make a big difference uh for nebraska football those guys are not going to leave if mickey's there we're going to keep those guys there thompson's going to stay there if frost frost leaving or frost getting fired is not going to change thompson's mind i think purdy's going to stay um i think those guys are fine i think we give mickey as Justin says give mickey this season and next season sort of a probationary contract Listen. He he had six days to prepare these guys for this team or for this game. Yeah. Six days against the number six team in the country. Who guess what? Yes, they have a defensive minded head coach who has improved that defense. They still weren't great. We saw some holes in that first half that we could have exploited that we just didn't. Part of it, which we'll get to, is the offensive line. Um, but big part. I, I don't think. I think we have to be able to build uh, again, James. Build that identity. Um, and get that head coach in here, and that head coach has to know what they're doing. And a lot of what we keep hearing about Frost is that there, that identity wasn't there, and he was inconsistent, and uh, time ma- just his management, time management of his own coaching self was not good. And so um, we have to have somebody that can come in, and whether it's Mickey or somebody else, and establish that identity for Nebraska and right now, we don't have an identity except that we suck. Yeah, that's our identity. Is Nebraska is not good. Um, we're not a top tier program. We're not a program that people want to come and play for. You're going to hear these things over and over and over and over again as we continue to lose games. And as much as it sucks to hear, a lot of it's correct. I mean, a lot of those things are going to turn away recruits when you're like, eh, like, yeah, we're we're pretty good offense, but hey, yeah, we're okay on defense. Like, well, what do you what do you want to be? What do you? Nebraska was always fantastic on defense, which always really helped our offense. And our offensive line, defensive line were the strength of our team. Right. We haven't had that in a long time. In the Big Ten, the trenches have to be a huge part of that identity that you play with, and we don't have that. Yeah. Well, and you know, I may have mentioned this
1: before, but I was talking to somebody, and they said, you know, in, do you remember the days when there a guy would get tackled, and there'd be like four or five guys around him tackling him mm-hmm. and on the tackle, yeah. yeah. We don't see any of that. No, I mean any of that. And to answer the question from earlier, is this a you know is this a complete rebuild? If Mickey Joseph does not get the job, which I uh, obviously it's a little bit early to yeah. say right now, but I think we have to go for a head coach that has head coaching experience. Yep. If you ask me, uh, but I do hope that that staff, then this new staff that comes in keeps mickey joseph on the staff i think you have to yes you got to keep the you know the the high end players that we have and you have to keep that recruiting you know mastermind if you will of mickey joseph offensively at least anyway
0: so yeah and i I think it might have been james sorry i i might have missed who asked the question but said you know is there a single coach on the staff that deserves to stay there um next to mickey uh i it's hard to say because most of these guys are new and they've only had a
1: couple of games so far (laughs) and and the head man got fired so yeah it's hard to say I mean at least early on yesterday you know I had heard some things that you know Frost kind of got the reins pulled back on him as far as play calling goes and then mid-game he was taking it back Mm -hmm. and you know I don't think that that's a recipe for success yeah so early on it seemed like the coaches were Coaching the way that they wanted to, and things look pretty good. Yep. But obviously it didn't go that way the whole game. Yeah. So well, and, and it's Chris, hard to say who's gonna be sticking around. Yeah,
0: Chris here mentions, you know, it doesn't matter who the O-line coach is, we need new players in the O-line. Um I would I had like 50-50 on that comment. I, I definitely think we need we need guys with uh, and we've talked about this before. They need to be headhunted. they need to be out there. I'm gonna kill the guy across the line for me. Well,
1: and when we did the show with Matt Verzoff, yeah he that was when corker and it was just kind of starting and yep. he was he said he's a prick and that's what we need yeah and <laughs> yeah. i thought he was awesome then and I, I don't really know what happened yeah he's just not nearly as good i don't know if he's got some injuries or
0: something in the head or but, but, uh, whatever it is to that same point what we what we talked about with Verzal and what he talked to us about is those practices were torture They got their ass whooped in practice Mm -hmm. by their own teammates. And their own teammates, their goal was, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. And you're not going to like it. On the offensive side and and the defensive side, oh, you want to come get me? you got to catch me. Right. Or... Do something about it, yeah. and that's how you make your teammates better. That's how you get better. <laughs> these, guys were, these guys were bleeding and taking ice baths after practice, every practice because they had to, not because they wanted to. They had to. And then when it came to game time, like the game was easy because our opponent was not as strong as the guys we played against exactly. in practice. And so Scott Frost took away tackling in practice, which I, for the life of me, do not understand that piece of it. It's like these
1: last few coaches we've had. It's like, what are we doing? Like Riley was making things like optional, and it's
0: like, yeah, what? Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't get practice it. Practice was optional. Weight or weightlifting was optional well, under Riley, and, and then Frost. We're not going to track. We're not going to tackle practice. And before the season starts, guess what? You had a pretty good camp. We're going to give you a black shirt. Why? Because yeah. they they played well in practice. Again, practice is great. You need to have right. a good practice, but not the way. Uh, apparently not the way that they were practicing on the field and that's the biggest issue well and i I did like that mickey came in and, and took the black shirts away i mean make make them
1: earn it definitely make them earn it but another thing i heard was they they mickey got rid of music at practice why is there music at practice you have to be able to communicate yeah you have to learn to communicate together yeah and if there's a bunch of music playing and maybe other schools do that i'm sure they
0: probably do but it just didn't make sense to me Yep. Yeah. Far cry from Osborne. Absolutely. Um, and the guys that we talked about that played with Osborne, they they just hated their practice. They're like, we were scared to go to practice. I loved it. I'm well, like, That's fantastic. my my dad used to ref their practices on Friday before
1: yeah. the games. Then they were walkthroughs. But they, Osborne would say, if anybody flinches on that O line, <laughs> or if you think someone does, flag them and tell me who it is, yep. and I'm gonna rip them. And they never got false start penalties. Yep. Yeah. Just saying.
0: I will say that. Our penalties have not been a killer for us. This year. They really We've been haven't. More disciplined Definitely on the more disciplined line. More than disciplined. Than the last when last it comes four years. To penalties. Um, but here's a few things that Mickey did right away when he when he get get got the reins. He said, "All right, your black shirts are gone. You have to earn them. One, two. We're we're not gonna have Sundays off anymore. Sundays we're practicing. You get your Monday off. Sunday after the game we're gonna practice. Cause guess what?" This question in your mind, things. we yep. got our ass whooped yep. yesterday, let's exactly. go ahead and get this fixed. Um, and then the tackling in practice, that's huge. I mean... He doesn't want these guys on. You see these guys get social media posts the day of the game. They're they're not focused. They want that. They want that attention on social media. They're posting other videos and dancing and doing all that stupid shit on social the media. That's another thing that we, we talked, talked about, about with nil. Oh, it, it just, just ruins things.
1: And I get. It's all about.
0: It's all about me. And I get you can do the uh, the scheduled post so you can put something that hey it's going to go out right. right before game time. I get that because you see if you're on Instagram you're following the guys that's what they're doing I'm sure but um, get off the damn social media like. That's not gonna help you win games. And then you see some of those guys that are constantly on social media, you see their gameplay, it's like, who? like, what get off your maybe focus a little bit more on the game than what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't wanna, I,
0: I don't wanna <laughs> there
1: we go. I don't I mean we, we may call a few people out, but I'll keep a few things to myself at yep. this
0: point. Yeah, so Rich mentioned 68 years old, seen a lot of Nebraska games, defense is the worst he's seen, non-existent, nobody's playing very good, slow at all levels. Slow at all levels is a good point. It here, here's how you fix it: strength and conditioning. Again, yep. you got to look at Duvall. Like, what? Are, no one's talking about Duvall either. Um, Carricker mentioned it first for the first time last Sunday. He's like, I try to stay away from it but now. I think you have to because. Um, and Andy, yeah, we, we said it just said it a few minutes ago. They suck. Like we get it, but what do we got to do to fix it? And strength and conditioning is a big piece of it. If we can't keep up with the other team, it's Oklahoma's a good team. And, was 16, and, and was sixteen. it's very 100.
1: unfortunate that Mickey's first game had to be against Oklahoma. You know, if, if, if we would have fired him after, I mean, I can't really say we would have fired him after one or two games. I don't know. If I guess if it would have been a different scenario and you were playing, you know, North Dakota, say, whatever it is, I, I think, you know, we come out with a win, and, and it's, there's a lot of positivity from it. Yeah. I think, you know, we win. If Mickey's at the helm, I think we win that North Dakota game by more points than we did. Yeah. I think we beat Georgia Southern, you know, um, but it's hard to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you, you have a much better chance at winning the battle if you touch somebody. And when you see guys, I, I we don't like to get down on players, but, man, Bryce Benhart is killing us. How wow. many sacks did they have yesterday that came off the left side of their defensive line, the right side of our offensive line? Stick a tight end over there. Get a running back over there to help with Benhart because, man, if you're not going to put someone else in there for him – Take him out. There has to be somebody. We got guys his size that... and bigger that are redshirt freshmen, sophomores, that are not getting the opportunity opportunity to play. Get them it can't in be, there. It
1: can't be worse than that. I mean, it can't be worse than one of the biggest guys on the field not touching someone.
0: Yeah. 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 There's three other sacks for sure. You watch the replay, and right by Benhart, he's standing there going like this, didn't touch anybody. Didn't touch anybody. Nobody. And guys went both sides of him. Yep.
1: <laughs> and like at least hit so And much. maybe that's maybe that was the problem. But
0: take the inside guy. What do we got? Katie says chin strap has to go, and Duvall needs to take a long. All Right, chin strap. I love it. I haven't heard chin strap. That's funny. It's a good one. Uh, but I don't. I don't disagree. And we talked about it last week. Like. At some point, what are we? What are we doing on defense? Like, what is Chenander not doing? Which Mickey did reassign him a different role on defense, right? Um, Safeties and I think Rude a different assignment on defense too. I'm not entirely sure exactly what
1: what everything was, but yep. they did re- you know reassign a couple of different things, a couple of different guys to to a couple of different spots. But um, and early on, it really looked like man, maybe we did you know shore some things up. Yeah, and
0: it's just. Then it was just back to the same yeah. exact thing, if not worse. But as, as Dan says, I think it was obvious Frost was doing his job. I think on a multitude of levels, and I hate talking about it because everyone thought, everyone just believed in him so much. And then all these things come out afterwards, and it's like, wow, like it was that bad. Um, and it goes, you know, some of them are probably rubers, but a, a lot of it might be true. You have other players saying that this is what they saw. Guys yeah, that played a couple of years ago. Coaches going
1: into the administration saying, yeah. you know, we need someone to step in here. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of things, some, some things I, I, I want to know, some things I don't want to know, yep. and
0: it, it's, it's just kind of disheartening. Yep. And James, I love it. I think, I think bringing back, again, it doesn't have to be our full game, but we've talked about it, again, for years, fullback. Get someone in the backfield, get some eye formation. The Big Ten doesn't know what to do with the eye formation or with the option play. It, the Big Ten doesn't run it. Yeah. So you and we we did it one game. We did it like three or four times on one drive against Ohio State. I think it was when we lost by five, and we never did it again. It was successful. We went all the way downfield. We scored yeah. a touchdown, and then we never did it again. It, it, and it's, it's like
1: well, and the other thing too that I feel like I don't want to just keep going back to Frost <laughs> or anything, but during the Frost era, it was like we'd see something work one week, or a, a player would would have like a big week, and then we wouldn't really see him much anymore, yeah. or we wouldn't we wouldn't do that same thing that we, that worked. Yeah. And that, that doesn't make sense. I know that you don't want to run the same plays because teams watch film, but things that worked, it was like a, a new plan every week yep. that just didn't make sense when,
0: when things worked. Yeah. When everybody's on the same page, anyway. Yeah. And again, like, you don't have to run the same play. Guess what? We have option quarterbacks. And we have a passing quarterback. You mix that up as much as you can in a game, they're not going to know what's coming at you. Yeah. And, that, again, we, I don't want to be – speed running around. I don't want to be, what is it, Navy or in the Navy and Georgia Tech I, that run the triple option all the time. Like, I don't want that. No, no, no. I want a team that mixes it up to where the defense is confused. We're not confusing anybody. We are. No. And, and then when you know the when you know the weak side of the offensive line, when you know where that is, you're going to keep going at it. And that, Bartek just sent him in and go, like, how does Ben Hart survive film? I think you survive, oh, my gosh.
1: I, I can't imagine going into film. No,
0: you know what? I think you survived film because no one's dogging on him. No one's giving. No one's getting in his face and saying, you are screwing us over in every single game because you're not making your block shot, touching I, anybody. You're running around there like a chicken with your head cut off, and our quarterback's getting hit. Casey well, Thompson needs to be in his oh, gear exactly. ripping him a new one, and, and he's not.
1: And not only – well, and maybe he is. That's that winning mentality. But, I want to
0: see it on the sideline. I don't I, care. I want
1: to see it on the sideline too. But Get in his face. How, how, how do you – start that kid the next week and that's why nothing's changing because well i'm just gonna i mean i'm the starter so i'm gonna start next week that's when you in film you say you just lost your job who's gonna take that who's who's gonna take that spot there's five guys here one of you guys is gonna get that spot so let's see what happens (laughs) this this week week, and 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 one of you guys win that
0: job absolutely that's what needs to happen absolutely and dan here says you know strength and conditioning the players have to want to put in the work absolutely If you're focused on the wrong parts of strength and conditioning, then you're not helping the kids either. I think it's a mixture of two, but again, that's part of the head coach's job is to know what's going on in strength and conditioning and make sure that things are being corrected if they're not being done the right way. When you consistently see your defensive line never getting to the quarterback, Ty Robinson got a sack yesterday. You know why? He happened to spin into it. It was lucky. He wasn't getting by his the well, offensive lineman. He closed up in the hole and, and he spun and tackled him. And, but
1: and we met Ty. I like I like the nice guy. guy. He's he's a big monstrous dude. Um, and but we we talked about this a little bit. I just don't know that a three four in the Big Ten works. No. And I'd have to look across the board across every team to see what type of defense they
0: run. It has not worked for us. No. In the last two having three sets. linemen and two edge rushers and our edge rushers aren't getting to the quarterback either. They're going up against guys that are – an edge rusher is not hitting him a, a defensive lineman. I'm not
1: a coach, so, I mean, I'm just throwing this out there, but what what we're doing is not working. No, no on on any front of the game. I mean,
0: we still have – We're not
1: getting pressure to the quarterback, and they have time, and they're hitting open guys. So
0: how do we fix that? What, yep. what needs to change? Yeah, and it's, it's frustrating because, again, on, on defense, we, we were open field tackling. We made some great tackles in the open field, which – we haven't done in the last three weeks, but right. um, after that, it wasn't us missing tackles. It was them just making holes and us not, again, filling those gaps to get the holes filled. And then also getting burned on defense. Like, their wide receivers were burning us. We were behind. Um, and those that's a recipe for disaster because they know they can beat us deep. Dylan Gabriel's got a decent arm. He's not great, but he's got a decent arm, and he beat us deep more than once. Right. And he knew he could because, hey, we're going to do a little play action. Or guess what? Your defensive line, your linebackers, you can bring a blitz all you want. We're going to kill you on the blitz. We know how to do that. And your defensive linemen aren't going to beat our guys one-on-one. Your edge rushers aren't going to beat our guys one-on-one. So guess what? I'm not worried about you sacking me so I can stand comfortably in the pocket and drill one downfield. Well,
1: and the one he drilled downfield, he should have hit him for a long touchdown, but he he overthrew him a little bit. And, I mean, it was just like – Oh man!
0: Just seeing that this could get ugly. He overthrew a few, a few times in that first half. I'll be honest, guys. I didn't watch the second half because I couldn't. I was like, I, I got. man, if you follow two average guys, which hopefully you do, I literally went and did dishes, laundry, and I took a nap, and it was great. It was best. I, afternoon ever. for the
1: first time since the Big Ten championship blowout loss to Wisconsin, yep. I did not watch the second half. I watched the first play of the second half, twenty-one yard catch by Palmer, fumble, and I said. This isn't fun. I'm gonna do something fun, so I did something
0: fun. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. sorry to say
1: that it's been a long time since I haven't watched the rest of the game, but and I followed a little bit on Twitter. But <laughs> yeah, I I just couldn't.
0: James, you're welcome anytime you want, buddy. We'll we'll we'd love to have a guest on the show that is a fan as well, and that you know You don't even need to bring beer. And we don't even care if people don't agree with us. Like it's always fun to have disagreements, unless and, you don't want to drink Bush Light. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, it's it's just frustrating again as a Husker fan to you know 49 to 14 and again jimmy mentioned it when i got here is you know i think venables kind of took his foot off the gas and thank you venables that's very kind of you but if it was the other way around he, i'd be like hey run the score he, up right he's got a
1: lot of respect for nebraska and you know someone was talking about it Yep. you know five years ago when we hired frost you know what what happens if we we go after venables at that time yeah he maybe comes here maybe maybe, maybe.
0: That was just thrown out this week. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> yep. So Chris mentioned his party was a bright spot, good speed, willingness to put his body out there for yards. You know, I was a little surprised. I think from the first half and what I watched in the first half is um, Casey never took off running, maybe once or twice. <laughs> there, but I he know he's, he's not a natural runner.
1: But he had three rushing touchdowns the week before. Yep. And there was a few times where I thought he should have.
0: Yeah. You exactly. Know, he, yeah, he had the thinking.
1: space. Yep. And, you know, Playing against Oklahoma is a little bit different, but he he had their number when he played him last year in a shootout mm-hmm. you know, for Texas. So yeah. I thought we maybe would see him run more, and he had a couple opportunities that he could have. Not that that really would have changed the game yeah. that much, but we could have gotten a couple first downs, maybe gotten a few more points, maybe swung the field position a little bit. But
0: yeah. the, so it's funny you talk about field position. You know, last year or the last three years, and, and you can go back four years, across the entire tenure that he's been here, our special teams has been god awful. Um, we now have a punter. We have a field goal kicker. We have things good going on special teams. So I'm thinking, hey, this is gonna be great. We're gonna turn things around, get some of those close wins and close games. You know, we one possession game where we can tie it or go into overtime, whatever. And it's just, we don't even have a chance to see what our special teams can do. Or because I mean, the punter's solid, yeah. but then they still go 85 yards on us for a touchdown in yeah. seven
1: plays or something. You know, so it's it's not. It, it is nice to see. It's yep. not.
0: It. I, I don't miss the seven yard punts.
1: No, no, not at stuff all. Stuff like that. So. Um, you know,
0: Lyle mentioned. You know, we don't play as a team. There's that that chemistry. Um, you know, I think when it comes to that, again, we talked about the social media stuff. There's a lot of much different generation from when we won the titles in the '90s, of course, but. Um, it's a, it's a lot of me, 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 me type attitude. We talked. I know we talked about this last year because I remember saying the exact same thing. Is, mm-hmm. It's a lot of look at me, look at what I can do. Um, NIL is coming into play now, and social media is a big part. They, they want to be focused on them. But we're not playing as a team. 100% we are not playing as a team because uh, guys are not picking each other up. They're not getting in each other's face when someone screws up. That, that's a teammate. If you mess up, guess what? I'm going to tell you you messed up, and then we're not going to do it again next time. Right? We're going to get better, but we're going to do be it Be hard team. on each
1: other. Yeah. When you need to be.
0: God, my I play, buddies
1: off the field hard on each other when it matters. I
0: played baseball with my with my brother in high school, and man, I, if I was catching, I had something wrong, or I ran the ran the base pass wrong, he'd get on me, and then next thing you know, he's coaching me. Like mm-hmm. that's what you do. You pick each other up. Yeah. We have a lot of young guys on the team still, but. Man, you got you got to teach them. You got to coach them. We have a lot of veterans and a lot of young guys. So let's let's be a team and coach each other. And I think that's one thing that Mickey is going to focus on is, you know, it's not about it's not about you. It's about Nebraska football. Right. It's not about you. This is about us as a team playing together, winning together, and that is what is going to change that mentality of Husker football and anybody coming to the program.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked that that was essentially the first thing he said publicly yep was that this isn't about you know it's not about him it's not about trev yep it's not about the next coach it's about everybody coming together yep. basically and figuring this thing out
0: yeah well and, and jay mentions get rid of chanander was he done in five years now in five years last year we had one of the best defenses in the country overall but we also had cam taylor Britt. We had Joe Jojo Doman. we had Deontay Williams. We had some ballers on the defensive mm-hmm. side that luckily enough came back for one more year before declaring for the draft. Ben Stilley. Again, some of these guys that you're like, yeah, they were great players, but did they have that much of an impact? And we thought we wouldn't have a huge fall off, but now we're been proven wrong that yeah. they were a huge they really were. huge piece of probably keeping that team to play together as a team.
1: And, and I think we lost The that. defense had gotten progressively better every year. Obviously, it's a big step back so far this year. Yep, but
0: but I think Chins is on the chopping block. There's no 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 doubt.
1: Find Kenna or whatever her name was from the first season. Um, (laughs) That's only only one season I think that she commented. But um, yeah, I mean, I think whatever happens with this next coaching staff, I mean, I I think we we gotta find a new DC. As much as it pains me to say that. Yep. Um, because we had gotten it better, and the defense kept us in all those close games last mm-hmm. year. There, that, you know, that was the reason that we should have beat Michigan State last year because we didn't have an offense last year. And you know, Michigan State got zero first downs in the second half last year and still <laughs> ended up beating us in overtime. Mm-hmm. You know, that. But we got to make changes. Yep, and we're three
0: and or four and what fifteen in our last? I don't know. Not good. Not, not good. My I think so. too, you know, to that point, I, I can't remember who it was who asked. Is this complete rebuild? I think it's about probably about ninety percent rebuild. Um, unfortunately, we you know we didn't really get into that rebuild mode when Frost came on board. Um, it wasn't a rebuild that was. Hey, we're gonna kind of keep going this direction, and he's gonna bring in these recruits because he's done good in the past. And he's always bring in he's, all of his coaches. Yep, and and then we didn't see that. So now I do think it's probably about ninety percent rebuild. But I think we have some. Some pieces in place that can help us get that rebuild going in a faster direction, rather than this is going to be a long rebuild. we've, well, been, we've been in a long rebuild. And,
1: and I, I, okay, here's a here's a better question, I guess. Okay. The, the, whoever, whoever the next coach is, you know, do we, do we want him to bring his whole coaching staff with him the way Frost did, or do we want him to come in and you know maybe keep a Mickey Joseph or? Whoever he whoever he feels is right fit uh-huh. on this coaching staff already, um, and then you know maybe he brings a few guys with him, and then maybe he pulls a few coordinators from elsewhere. I mean, that's probably what I would think would be the the best call, but I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's going to look just yet because we don't know who the next coach is. Yeah, and,
0: and we're not going to know who the next coach is until no. after. And if we know before the end of the season, I'd be shocked. Um, I would be too. Maybe bowl game time, depending on if that coach is, is going to be in a bowl with the current we, team. Maybe
1: we find out championship week or something. Yeah, if
0: it's a current. Kind of like we did with Frost. It, it all depends on who, if it's someone in college or if someone in pro could play, could play uh, you know, a part too. But, again, right now I don't care right now and that's
1: all everybody cares about right now what all i care everybody about wants to talk about
0: i do care about these kids on the football team i want them to play well i want and mickey to put a fire under their ass and um you know I, I the season is maybe not lost i still think there's opportunities for wins you got your indiana you got your iowa guys iowa is not good we we may not be good either, but Iowa sucks too. So I really hope we get that win this year. But um, I think that there's there's opportunities for wins still. And getting Mickey, we have a bye week. I think getting Mickey to Which really is big
1: for Mickey right now, huge. That's, you know what the next <laughs> game looks like. I don't know if we'll do a show next week or not. Yeah. It's up to you. We'll have to see. We'll see. But um, what
0: the next the first half of the next game will really tell a lot. I yep. feel like. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think, you know, you got a couple weeks now, not six days, to really get things moving with with your team and really get some things established on both sides of the ball. As a head coach, um, I just – I'm just – I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for a few Big Ten wins. You know, again – we need to beat teams like Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana. Maryland. I don't think we played. That oh, game. not Maryland. Uh, Indiana, we definitely need to. There, there's
1: teams out we there that we. steal a win against Iowa or Wisconsin or, you know, somebody like that. Wisconsin lost. Minnesota's
0: probably going to be week. a tough one. Minnesota's going to kill us in the trenches. They will. And they have for the last few years, yeah. and they're looking pretty solid. Yeah, and I think Iowa might too. But if we can get some things built in place, but prior By to games time, like that, we got some time. Maybe we'll get, get a to, few to wins build some confidence. The, right now, I think our guys don't have confidence. Either. So, I think that's a big thing. And
1: you're right. I I agree with you on that. But the one thing is, if you're on that football team and you're a second, third string guy, whatever it is, this is your opportunity to. Get yourself maybe on the field, you know, maybe on the field for years to come. That's what I think I like right now is that it's kind of a fresh start. And, you know, Oklahoma, first game, kind of tough, obviously. But now I think guys need to try to step up Uh and say, hey, I chose Nebraska for a reason. And the guy in front of me is struggling. Let me bust my ass at practice this week. And maybe I see the field and maybe I make some plays and – you know you went from maybe thinking you weren't going to play this year to now you could start by the end of the season so
0: i really want to see what happens with some certain players if that does happen we're looking at some of the guys on the offensive (laughs) defensive side of the ball linemen that aren't playing that are ginormous like again freshmen retro freshman, sophomore like we're seeing guys that are young but for god's sakes give them a chance Mm -hmm. Give them a chance to get in there and prove something. But if you're continually saying, oh, we're watching film, and you've struggled, but we're going to keep you in there. No, you haven't struggled. you failed at doing what you were brought here to do. We're going to give someone else a chance. But if no one else is trying to take that chance, they're not going to do it. You You have to show that. And the defensive side of the ball, if they're not challenging Ben Hart, and he's doing good in practice. Well, the then thing. they're not doing the right thing that's in practice. That's the thing. I mean, it, that's what's tough like, you know, maybe Ben Hart is really good at practice. But the game film, and the then, game film, the, film says it And then
1: the game, he I don't know, maybe it gets in his head or maybe it's a noise or yep. you know, it is different playing the game than yeah. practicing. But I was always better in the game than practice personally. Yeah. I yeah. hated practice, but it was cuz it was cuz it was hard. Yeah. It was tough. So, and that is why you're good in the game because you bust your ass at practice. Yeah.
0: So James wants a uh, long term deal f- deal for Mickey. Let him start the rebuild. I don't hate the idea. Um, a lot of the a lot of the argument against that is going to be he doesn't have head coaching experience. Exactly. But maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a strong recruiter. That can bring in a good coaching staff, build a coach, a strong coaching staff, steal some guys from LSU maybe that um, uh, that were at LSU that Brian Kelly did not retain um, to help come and build the offensive de- defensive side of the ball. You know he knows people; he's got a lot of contacts. So let's get some people that can come in and build that team around him. I I don't hate the idea. I, I don't
1: hate the idea. I say you see, excuse me, it, how the rest of the season plays out, how we compete in these Big Ten games, yep. like uh, Illinois, uh, Rutgers. Indiana, teams we should beat, then how we also look against teams like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, teams that have had our number for years. Because he's going to have
0: no problem recruiting offense. My worry is, and this is going to happen with no matter who we bring in, I usually have a defensive-minded coach and an offensive-minded coach. Usually you don't have somebody that can bring both together as a head coach. So it would all depend on who's the defensive guy that's going to be recruiting because we have to have somebody that's doing a better job on the defensive side of the ball to help us improve – and keep improving down the line and keep getting those strong recruits to come in and make a difference on the team. And, you know, something that we haven't really talked about, and maybe we have over the
1: years, but we seem to get a lot of high-profile recruits, four-star recruits at skill positions, which is great. Yep. Quarterbacks, you know, running backs, wide receivers. We need to kind of turn our focus on getting offensive and defensive line Big time recruits. And yeah. I know that's hard because they're going to go to Clemson. They're going to go to Alabama. They're going to go to Oklahoma. But I think that that needs to be kind of where we start yep. because that's our biggest downfall right now is that the offensive and defensive lines.
0: Yeah. And one thing that, you know, James also mentions here is too is we you, you talk about the portal and what's going to happen. Um, we haven't seen anything yet. Um, sometimes players so, hit the portal immediately, but what's going to happen at the end of the season? What? I heard was August thirty first was the
1: cutoff of when you can enter the transfer portal. So for this year, okay. For this year, so people were like, "Why aren't we seeing guys enter the transfer portal?" Because if you were, I want to say, if you're in the portal on our August thirty first, you can't leave yeah. until whatever next date is. Yeah. So you have to stay at your current school. Yeah, and so when that opens up, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what I'm nervous about what i saw somebody tweet about yesterday was a lot of schools are probably going to try to want to get
0: uh Allen to come as a running back to their school. Hey, and then listen, he's an offensive guy though. So Mickey's an offensive guy. Right. So again, to James Point, if you if you're looking at Mickey and you're like, "Hey, we want you," then I And think, he's actually getting playing time this early. Yes. So and
1: there's a possibility that he stays, but he's looked good so far. He runs hard. Yeah, but we, I we really have, hope we
0: don't lose him. We have a plethora of running backs, which yeah, we is do. great. But I, I think no matter what, you're going to see some guys get in there and, and hit the transfer portal, which is going to happen no matter who the coach is, no matter what the year is, it doesn't matter who's the who's the head guy. But who can Mickey retain? Especially if he's the guy that's going to be retained, either as right. a head coach or the offensive coordinator or a uh, wide receivers coach, whatever, whatever it's going it to be. Um, I think that's going to be a. Offensive huge coordinator. Deal. I like the sound of that. I mean, you got Whipple in now, but um, again, you know, maybe it's like a they coach together on the offense when it comes to play calling because OCs or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I don't know. I think our you know you see a lot of these coaches that are calling plays on the sideline. Head coaches like um, you got you know, Jimbo Fisher. You have uh, what's his leach calls plays from his right. little note card. He's got a handful of plays on there. Where's He's walking network? around with like it looks like a napkin. It's tiny. <laughs> Um, weirdest dude ever. But, yeah, I mean, we, we have to start with our lines. Like Casey says here, too, we, we've hit on a couple times today, is we need somebody that can recruit both sides of the ball in the offense and defensive line because, again, in the Big Ten, you win in the trenches. Nebraska won in the trenches with a run game that was phenomenal when we were good. Bo Pelini. We won in the trenches. We did. We couldn't win the big games or we got bounced sometimes by better teams because we were outcoached. Well, and we, you know, I said we need to start recruiting them. And we, we have a
1: little bit. I mean, we have four-star guys on both sides of the ball. And maybe, maybe the answer is we, we need to get, I'm sorry to say, maybe we need to get better offensive and defensive line coaches to develop them.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's and, yeah. the answer. So sure. we got you know, strength and conditioning, but what are we doing from a development standpoint? Again, you're watching film. You see these things happening in the film room where you got off, uh, offensive linemen not touching the, the guys well, that are going right through you, and, or their footwork is so bad that they're missing the things they need to do. Then what are you doing to correct that in not not only film room, but on the field? Well, what are you doing one on and, one? Get it with the Ben Hart one-on-one. On one.
1: And maybe... The tackling thing is a big thing because those offensive linemen aren't having to worry about people getting tackled, yeah. so they're just doing this yeah. during that's practice. What ben Hart does in games. And, and the defensive line <laughs> is rushing, but they're not going full bore because yeah. they don't – and maybe it's so that they don't hurt people. I get it, but maybe that's
0: why, and that's hurting the development. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, put Garrett Nelson up against Bryce Benard yeah. Every practice, hey – Garrett, you're going up against Ben Hart. Every practice. Caleb Tanner. Those are two probably hardest edge rushers and they're not getting to the quarterback. I'm not saying they're having a great year, because I frankly don't think they are. Now they're playing they're Garrett plays with Hart every game. Right. He shows it on the field, but again, he I don't think he's being coached and developed properly to get be that proper edge rusher they could be. He was much better last year. Yeah. But, I, he he was he was decent early
1: on. I you know, I, I don't remember really seeing him much you know, hearing his name much mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, Mathis was a little bit better, even though the, he said there was a losing culture around here last week, which kind of pissed me off. I mean, it's true. It's true. But I wouldn't say that if I was a player.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a wake up call to the team. Maybe it was a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. But well, again, maybe that's a shot. As you know, and when when we're in practice, when we're doing this, like. We don't come out expecting to win games because we're not doing things yeah. the right way. I mean, again, that could very well be a good thing that lights a fire uh, under the team, lights a fire under him to say it's a losing culture, and I want to be a part of the, I want to be part of the yeah. uh, team that changes that to start winning some of these games. And that makes sense. James mentioned Sue was a D line coach. Sue did say he was ready to coach. Yeah, um,
1: uh, definitely not head coach, but sure. Can or you or bring him in as like a defensive analyst? Can you imagine?
0: Guys like Ndamukong Sue, Grant Wistrom, Jason Peter, those guys coming in to help coach our defense, like our guys would be crying leaving practice at this point in time. And They'd be crying right. because they would destroy
1: them. They would go in there day one and be like, what is going on? Do you guys want to know what we did when we were here? Because yeah. that's about to be what's going to happen, and you're not going to like well, it. know what's going to happen to you? It's not going to be good. Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: well, uh, Zach Weiger got his uh, – his Hall of Fame yeah. plaque yesterday. That dude could suit up and kick the crap out of everybody on the mm-hmm. current Husker team. He is huge. I've been to his house a few times. He's jacked. <laughs> so it's like uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we need to fix, and so total is not out of the question. I don't think so. I don't think it's out of the question at all. I would absolutely love, 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 love if Mickey were to be given the reins. But I think we got to see how the rest of the season I, goes. I
1: just really would like him to stay on the staff.
0: He and be that main be recruiter, leaders,
1: yeah. um, wide receiver coach, co-offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, whatever it is. Um, and I know he wants the job. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not the right guy for the job. I just think we need a head coach with experience or well, we're going to
0: fall even farther down the line. And, and Carriker made a good point last week on his show. We don't need a coach uh, a coach that's been winning for a long time necessarily. We're probably Somebody, not going to get that. if If it's not going to be... Mickey, we need a coach that has helped build a program up, and that now, would. A and like that. There's a handful of guys you are probably thinking of them now, and and so if we get somebody that has had a program that has been struggling, and he gets them back to a winning culture, and you know they, maybe not you know getting not getting the championship, that's fine. But let's start let's start with well, wins. Let's start with the bowl. Let's start with this again. Start start. Start we low, need a re- yeah. I mean, we, we
1: need a rebuild around here. I mean, we can't just go from what we've been over the last however many years. I can't even think, <laughs> however many years, to the top. We're not going to do that. Yeah. No one can do that.
0: No. Nope. Even when even know, Lincoln Riley with USC being placed, you know, top ten in the country is a joke. Um, but even he's not going to do that with USC. There,
1: there's no way. Because um, guess what? He inherited. What needs to already. happen is people are going to have to be patient because. That first season with whatever coach we have, it's not going to probably be a 10 and 2 or maybe even a 9 and 3 season. It might be a 6 and 6 season. It might be a 7 and 5 season. It might be worse than that. It might be better than that. We don't know, but we need to do a, a rebuild. Yeah. And a rebuild might be 6 and 6 and then the next year 8 and 4 and then we win 9 games, then we win 10 games. I know that sucks. I don't I want to win and I want to win now. But there's no way we can do that without taking it step by
0: step. I, I would rather lose a game because we've been competitive and we've fought our hearts out. These guys are working hard every single play on both sides of the ball and lose a game than watch what we're seeing now to where you don't even – it's like are you guys even getting dirty on the like, – are and, you getting dirty I, out there? I know like
1: we lost a lot of one-score games over the last four or five years but I'd rather lose a game by 10 points when they kick a field goal late to kind of separate that out but it was like a back and forth close game yeah. could have gone either way kind of game yeah. but we we win, you know, more than we lose
0: yep. I guess. I'd rather see that. Yep. So well, yeah, so beats 3 and 4 win seasons. We, I again, yeah, Chris, I think anything those 3 and 4 win seasons which we might have another one this year. I mean, that is what is going to kill any sort of potential recruiting down the line unless you have the right guys doing the right things in the coaching room yeah, to bring the right guys in. Yeah, it's already hard enough in. to recruit guys in Nebraska because it gets cold. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so we talked about Rude last week, um, Blake, about you know recent players, ex-players, always being the answer. I don't think it's always the answer. Absolutely not. I mean, Mickey was a previous player. Um, I think there are a lot of guys that are previous players that get into coaching and they do really well. A lot of guys are previous players. They get into coaching, they don't do well. Um, and some of them are better as an analyst, or some of them are better as um, offensive coach or a defensive coach or a line coach. And again, I think I think Rude did really well with what he had in uh, Doman. I think Doman again. I think he was a leader on the defense, yeah. especially in the linebacker room. And we've seen we've seen a downfall again. I think Reimer and Henrich. Reimer. These guys are. Good football players, but what are they being coached? What is Rude doing with them? Well, I don't know. And so I think I think the I think you guys start may, looking at him too.
1: Maybe Rude, I love maybe, Rude. Maybe I, I do too. And maybe maybe he's a better recruiter than he is a developmental coach because he he went down there over and over again to Burke to get chip yep. and that was a big win because he probably really should have gone elsewhere. Yeah, but he, he was able to get him, and he's a great <laughs> player. I mean. Last year he he was awesome and I think yeah. he's I think he's hurt and he's playing through it. He's definitely not playing as well as he did last no. year. But uh, I think maybe he's a better recruiter. Maybe maybe we keep him as a, you know, I mean, look, recruiting linebacker. Look at something. Held. I mean Held was a, a Oh, he great was awesome. Recruiter,
0: we- but then we didn't see that Development the field.
1: with the running backs i mean yeah we we went to an event that he was at and he spoke and I was, when we left we're like man if that, I'd go i go play if for if you that guy came into, in a heartbeat and came into my living room to recruit me my parents would be like we want you to play for him and i would be like i want to play for yep. him you know
0: yep so so i, I think again there's, player there's development
1: a lot. needs to to be a big focus
0: player development strength and conditioning Get the right people in place. Yep. Rebuild. That, that all points. We got it all. We got it all figured yeah. out right here. And we got right here. Let's, you know, we're going to hop on, um, and we're going to coach too. We're going to all be, you know. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that. Too. Armchair quarterbacks. I mean, you don't have to pay us that much. Like, we don't get paid to do this. This is just fun. But, I mean, you could pay me um, $500,000. I'll do it. I don't care. That sounds great to me. I know. I, I would take $500,000. I thousand. I'll make that. And, you know. <laughs> yeah um exactly anyways i think that's all we got i don't got anything else jimmy you got anything no, else no that no, was a fun show all right it was a fun show. you know again it, it's it's hard i know like micah <laughs> said last week like appreciate you guys doing this during these tough times but we've been doing it for eight years now we've been losing for eight years and we yeah. keep doing it so i know it's a fun time with you guys fun to see what you guys have to say and i appreciate everyone coming out today uh chris casey blake james kelly was on there james uh appreciate all you guys um, hopefully, um, yeah, a lot more productive on Saturdays. I think we're going to have, you know, again, laundry and dishes yesterday and then nap napping. I mean, that was a good Saturday for me. It'll so. be a nice week off. Nice can, week off. I can tell you. You know, enjoy some football. I mean, what I've been doing, too, is, you know, I, I used to be, and Jimmy, Jimmy and I used to start this show with talking about all college football, and then we would end with Huskers. Right. Well, we started just focusing on Huskers because yeah, people didn't care about everything out, everything in Husker, in uh, top ten territory. And, and it's hard for us to watch every game all weekend, or have to look up stats from every game. So again. one thing that you know I started doing in the beginning of this season is really just trying to enjoy college football. Games Me too. Because as much as it's changed, as much as the transfer portal and NIL is changing, um, is changing the way things are going. Um, and with how bad Nebraska's been, yeah, and with how bad Nebraska's been, it's like you know I just want to enjoy football again, and used I to be enjoyed my some favorite thing. I enjoyed a couple games yesterday. There weren't a lot of great games on, but I enjoyed a couple games yesterday for a little while, kind of going back and forth, which is what I used to do all the time. So I think doing those kind of things, um, I think, will help. Uh, you know, really, just trying to enjoy football again because college football is unlike anything else. It really it is. is a lot of fun, and it's so short.
1: And I mean, just, it goes by so fast.
0: Just trying to make it fun again. So that's my advice to you. If you guys are doing anything else, just try to enjoy football. I have to look up of. the
1: schedule for this next week and see what the good games Dev. are. I think that Iowa game. For that.
0: Blake, did they have? Um, I'm guessing rain delay or lightning delay. They had a delay. Game? I know um, that.
1: Um I didn't even really see what happened. Yeah, anyway, I know.
0: Seventeen so. nothing. 17-0 last time I saw at halftime, and that game was just awful. I mean, they had a good field position. They are playing Nevada, and Nevada had a couple really bad mistakes early in the game that gave them good field position. But anyways, um, Iowa sucks. Boo, Iowa. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go Big Red, always. Appreciate you guys joining us on the show today. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Absolutely. Go watch some NFL football. Um, enjoy the day and we will see y'all next uh, well maybe next week if we have a show. If not, yeah, we'll, see. we'll see you the following week um, yeah. after our bye week. So absolutely enjoy it. Yeah, have a good one. We'll see you next time. The right with the on
1: the you can hear it grow in the glow, or the of early morn. In the state so fair, tis the very air.
0: Not dismay, but we'll do.